0: Mitochondrial dysfunction, cellular senescence, loss of proteostasis, genomic instability, altered cellular communication, epigenetic alterations, dysregulated nutrient sensing, telomere shortening, stem cell exhaustion, and cross-linking, or you can call this glycation. These are 10 hallmarks of aging. And uh, when it comes to aging, there's many directions that we can go. There's many tools and tactics that we can go. And sometimes this overloads people. And today we're talking about a coenzyme that's found in all living cells. It is essential to life because it's going to catalyze reactions for more than 500 enzymes. In fact, this coenzyme is affecting and playing an essential role in six of the hallmarks of aging. My guest today is going to talk about why he thinks that this key coenzyme should be the first and necessary step when it comes to age rejuvenation and optimal health welcome everyone to another episode of executive health and life i'm your host julian hayes II, second back at it again with another fascinating guest talking about a very interesting subject and as you know the main premise here is to monitor your health so you can maintain your edge and maintain your status and with that comes learning and keeping up and leveraging data. And there's so many things that we can leverage today. You know, there's biological, there's biological age that we can look into. There's the 10 hallmarks of aging, which probably in five years will probably be 20 hallmarks of aging as far as I'm concerned. And so it's hard to keep up with things. And so one of the central questions that I get asked a lot of times is, where should I start when it comes to? getting into this longevity world and going beyond just the basic health and uh, today's subject is we're going to talk about nad and this is um this is a very key area and you're going to learn today i'm talking with one of the foremost experts that this is probably an area that you should look into first and foremost before anything else but i'm talking with none other than dr Jinxing Shi and over the course of his career dr shi has authored over 400 peer reviewed papers with an h index of 73 and over 17000 citations it's a very busy man along with receiving over 100 million in research funding lastly dr shi is a serial entrepreneur and has founded or co-founded multiple companies including the one that we are going to talk about predominantly today genfinity precision medicine so without further ado dr shi how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great thank you very much i'm very happy to be with you this morning
0: yes thank you for joining me and um like as i mentioned nad is a very interesting in a very 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 interesting um molecule and uh, it's we and we'll get into this um throughout the um conversation here but uh, i just have one of these um I think we have now two shops popped up now with with ivs and everything and somebody asked me oh should i look into this and i was like i'm talking with a guy today and we're go- that's gonna that's going to be one of the questions that we're going to answer because should you do oral should you do iv so but before we get into that let's dive a little into who you are and what led you to um start ginfinity
1: well that's a very good question so as you mentioned i have been a academic scientist for almost 40 years till about one year ago and in my academic career i have um, done research on various aspects i started from working on uh, childhood diabetes and we had one of the largest studies that have ever been the in human history. And as I uh, walk through the questions we had, and I myself uh, have become older and I'm becoming more interested in my own health and my own longevity. And I wanted to uh, do something about it because uh, as we age, We, uh, our physiology, our physical abilities, and pretty much everything has changed and we needed to, uh, take actions as early as possible, uh, to stay healthy and to live as long life as we can. So it, you know, what selfishness is one of the major reasons why I (laughs) got interested in longevity. But and what's there's an unselfish reason, and I think as we um, uh, the today's society is very different from you know fifty years ago, and we are having more and more people living into their eighties, uh, even nineties. And um, but on the other hand, there are too many people who are already not so healthy in their fifties, sixties, and we need to do something about it. And more importantly, we actually can do something about it right now, if we take the right actions and if we take the actions early enough.
0: You know, I'm the same way as you. A lot of this starts from, for selfish reasons. I got into this as well because I wanted to still maintain my athleticism and really perform at a high level, even though I'm chronologically getting older And so it's, but I think a lot of the, if you look at probably a lot of the greatest inventions, a lot of, a lot of companies, they start out of a selfish need. They start out of a need just for something personal. And then they usually figure that, well, if I'm interested in this, surely somebody else in the world is going to be interested in this.
1: Absolutely.
0: And so, you know, let's go ahead and dive into this. So let's start with the most basic question. So what is NAD?
1: Sure. Uh, NAD is uh, what we call the core uh, core a coenzyme. enzyme. A core is a molecule that can help other enzymes to function. And without coenzymes, many of the enzymes wouldn't have any activities. Now, NAD happens to be one of the most important coenzymes enzymes because it's involved in the function of over 500 other enzymes. So basically, it's involved in... Almost every single important cellular processes that uh, 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 to make our cells function. Without them, and um, our cells wouldn't function. We wouldn't be alive. Unfortunately, NAD declines with age, and we uh, we need to uh, maintain to at uh, the useful level for our body and our cells to function properly.
0: You mentioned that NAD declines with age. Is there a particular age range that it starts to decline, or is some of that based on lifestyle?
1: Well, you, you, you can probably see uh, the chart uh, behind me. And mm-hmm. um, let me see how I can move it to make, make it appear. Oh, here we go. Now, you, you see the, the bar chart on the left. And mm-hmm. um, that's in what you see in uh, in teenagers. And they have useful level, they have higher levels. What's really surprising is starting in the late 20s and early 30s, energy levels uh, 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 started decreasing in most individuals. And by the 50s and 60s, the energy level has largely reached the bottom. And it may continue to go down a little bit in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, but not by much. So that's really surprising. well, yeah, at least two surprises to us. One is how young NAD levels uh started declining, and the second one is they are already a uh, small but not insignificant proportion of very young individuals, teenagers, uh, who are already uh suboptimal or deficient for NAD. So this is about twenty-five percent of the teenagers who don't have as high energy levels as I think we, we really need to keep people uh, healthy. Unfortunately, a lot of the young individuals with suboptimal uh, energy levels are usually associated with some health problems.
0: Hmm. Okay, and it's interesting to think about that. And with the um let's see where was i going here oh also with the nad as we're um, talking about that and i mentioned at the top that it's the various markers of aging so i was curious how like i i'm assuming that nad plays a part in a a handful of those biomarkers of aging am i correct on that
1: you're you're absolutely right and NAD is at least involved in six of the uh, uh, hallmarks of aging, and it's probably involving every single hallmark of, uh, of, of aging, uh, if you really think about it. So the most important ones are uh the production of cellular energy. Um, to produce uh, cellular energy in the form of ATP, you must have uh, NAD. Without NAD, that doesn't happen. So, That's the most important function of NAD that most uh, biologists and medical professionals uh, do know about. And NAD is also involved in uh, DNA repair. And so we experience uh, damages to our DNA um, over our lifetime. You know, we we have a lot of toxins, we have... uh, 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 in radiations, and they can damage our DNA, and the DNA needs to be repaired. Uh, if the damaged DNA is not repaired, and that, that's one of the major reasons why we get a cancer. So, without the proper levels of uh, and DNA, and um, I believe the uh, chances of uh, developing cancer could be uh, increased. We don't have hard evidence for that, mm-hmm. it's very hard to come by. But from a theoretical point of view, uh, if you don't repair damaged DNA, and cells cells are now going to uh, uh, function properly and normally, and and cancer development could be could be increased. And only this was involved in regulation of uh, sleep, and is involved in regulating how our, our immune system works. And you know, I can go on and on. NAD is such an important molecule that uh, um, everything that our cells do requires it.
0: So this is almost making, I think I forgot when I was listening to a couple of your talks. And when you put all that together, it sounds like NAD is building up a worthy case of being the first and necessary step for age management. If it, it...
1: that that's, that's the title of my my, my talk in uh, several talks I've uh, mm-hmm. given uh, recently. I really want to get to this point, of course, because I think it's very, very important. And there are many things you can do for health and for longevity purposes. And many things that we do, it works so much better if we have sufficient levels of NAD. And that's whether it's exercise, or supplements that we take, and whether we're trying to reduce inflammation, reduce oxidative stress, or even some people are taking uh, stem cell therapy, and all these treatment modalities do work better if we optimize the NAD level. So I really think that uh, uh, optimization of NAD is the first and necessary step uh, towards uh, age management. There's just yeah, a lot of data that we have that was supporting this concept, and and from uh, what we know about the biology, and it makes a lot of sense. And I I I I really think that's the um, important point that um, we all need to consider and try to. Um, uh, Get our median levels high. I love to get uh, everyone's median level to the optimum range. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: we're gonna come back to the optimum range because that's one of the that's one of the key questions that I have. But I this is just for curiosity purposes. When we look at NAD levels of teenagers and the adult, has it been studied that maybe because the reason why this is top of mind is I had a conversation recently. We were talking about um, testosterone levels, and we were talking about how there's been such a, just a rapid decline in men today compared to 50 years ago. So I'm wondering with NAD, has the same thing been going on? Like the baseline levels of people today is much lower than uh, previous generations. We
1: we don't know the answer to the question because NAD is actually not very stable in in, in samples uh, without Mm -hmm. the proper preservation and we are not able to go back historically to match people's NAD level in, uh, you know, say 10, 10 years ago, 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So we we are never going to be able to answer that uh, question. And I, I I it's an important question, but I don't think it's the, the most important question. Mm-hmm. The most important question to me is, what number one, how, uh, uh, how, um, what a proportion of people are deficient in NAD, how deficient they are and what's the optimum range. How can we get the people to the optimum range? And speaking uh,
0: of, uh, speaking we'll, of,
1: the, yeah, okay. go ahead.
0: Oh, speaking of the optimum range, then what, what is, what is that optimum range? Cause I'm curious, how do you even define what's an optimum range for NAD? It, it,
1: it's, it's a very difficult question. It's very hard to define and it's going to be a moving target, but there are ways that we can get started. One way that that you can get some kind of assessment is what you see in young people, especially for a biomarker that declines with age. We assume that the levels we see in young people who are healthy should be the right range, or at least, the, close to the right range, right? So that, that's one way to do it. So you look at, a, you, you analyze a large number of uh, young individuals who are uh, at least apparently healthy and you see what's the distribution. And we have done that and I can we can talk about the data. And the second way to do it is how, at what level people would feel a difference whether physically, physiologically, mentally, or even sectioning, okay. So, so, we have actually data on from uh, from from both uh, uh, point of view. Hmm. In we we analyze a large number of young uh, young individuals, and the nerve that we see is above forty micromol. And don't don't worry about it. It's a concentration, okay. It's a um <laughs> <a new> <laughs> um micromole is a is a concentration um so seventy five percent of teenagers have only the level above forty micromole. so we have kind of taken this number as the lower end of the optimum range mm-hmm. you, you want to be like seventy five percent uh of the teenagers and and then. There's an up limit. What's the up limit? We don't really know. But we see natural levels in the 70s, in in the 80s, in uh, a few individuals, we even see uh, values uh, that are over 100 micromole. But to be absolutely safe, I don't recommend getting your energy level above 100 micromole. It doesn't mean that above 100 micromole is not good or it's bad, I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, but I kind of want to be cautious until we have more data. Now on the second aspect, and um, when people started experiencing uh, health improvement, and uh, in the vast majority of uh, individuals that we got their energy levels high, and they started experiencing uh uh physical improvement or uh, uh, health improvement at, at large uh, starting at the forties and I really want to get the levels to the fifties and the sixties um some people can get into the seventies and, and the eighties uh so I think the lower end of the optimum range is somewhere between Forty and fifty micromole, and if you can get it to the fifties, that would be great for you. But at least try to get it above forty. So if you combine these two sets of data, and I think we know the lower end of optimum range pretty well, and it's mm-hmm. somewhere between forty and fifty, where you want it to be, and it may be different for different person. What you want to what you want to do. Is to combine the NAD measurement with how you feel physically, physiologically, and or in other health uh, parameters that are important to you.
0: As I imagine, when it comes to how you feel, because you mentioned those different aspects the the physical, the the physical, the mental, the sexual, the, even this the overall performance. If you're deficient in this, or even slightly deficient, you should you'll probably know you'll notice a, a pretty big difference, right, over the course of time when you increase your levels.
1: We we have people feeling a difference, uh, you know, functioning overnight. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I have examples after uh, e- examples. Not everyone will feel a difference mm-hmm. overnight. Uh, it depends on your health condition. You know how? What are your complaints? Are you? Are you feeling tired and do you have some other issues? The vast majority of people can feel uh, improvement in energy, uh, in sleep. And we have a lot of people who have uh, improvement, major improvement in uh, arthritis, um, because NAD, NMN are actually very potent anti-inflammatory compounds. Hmm. We, we We have people who feel uh, much improved mental clarity. Uh, it, the changes are uh, variable from person to person, depending on whether they realize what issues they have. Actually, it's really how how well you know your body. Uh, if you know your body well, you're probably going to know, notice a difference mm-hmm. uh, more than someone who doesn't know, you know What's their, there's an issue with their body okay but the common improvements are usually energy sleep and uh and, and also recovery from um uh from uh exercise and you know i i can tell you my own personal stories i can tell you many many different stories if you don't feel a difference after taking the supplements the likelihood is <laughs> you are probably not optimizing your NAD. if you don't well, optimize it you're not gonna feel the difference
0: right what was the biggest improvement in your life what did you notice what was one of the first things you noticed
1: well too many so I, I'm a tennis player mm-hmm. and I'm 60 years old or well, I'm moving, uh, clo- I'm getting closer to 61. my tennis game started really changing around the 40 years of age I was having major problems uh with my my wrist and my shoulder my back and I had to take a Tylenol before I play tennis otherwise I don't recover for a whole week and three months on the NAD supplement and I suddenly realized that I didn't need a Tylenol anymore I recovered within the same day and I was taking Tylenol it was still taking me two days to recover But with the product, I recovered within the same day without Tylenol. My back pain is completely gone. I also had a major knee problem and it was really hurting me. It's all disappeared. And I just feel much, much younger. And for those who are interested in biological age, I improved my biological age by nine years. Oh,
0: wow. that's a pretty big that's a pretty big um improvement
1: yeah i mean i i cannot attribute the yeah what improvement in uh to nad because i also started taking some other Mm -hmm. supplements but i think nad is uh, probably a major contributing factor
0: so that's probably people's one of people's favorite questions uh what do you take what's in your longevity stack
1: yeah i I started with about twenty supplements and and then I realized many of the supplements I was taking probably uh, were not working. so I, I kind of narrowed down. I'm taking about ten. so to I me mean, you, you want to take care of the basics okay mm-hmm. you want to have a multivitamins I mean what what kind of vitamins and as we, we need them i you need to take a, a vitamin D. Mm-hmm. And most people are not taking enough vitamin D supplements to get their level uh, to the optimum range. If you listen to uh to your regular doctors, they are going to recommend the one thousand uh international unit mm-hmm. uh, of vitamin D. It's a joke. I mean, it's not going to do it, anything. It to For most people, you are going to need five to ten thousand uh mm-hmm. IU of vitamin D, and you you want to measure it so so you know how much you need. You know, vitamin C's, I mean what this vitamin B's, what these regular vitamins that should be on everyone's needs, no 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 doubt about it. Uh, and then o- obviously you want to take uh NAD uh, supplements. I mean we can dive into details of what you should take or, mm-hmm. or not. And I was to take uh clercetin. and cussetin with vitamin C. Uh are, work quite well to prevent uh, uh, senescent uh, cells uh, formation. I think it's a signal preventive. Uh, I, I wouldn't call it a uh, signal uh, uh, because uh, if you can prevent the formation of more senescent cells, it, it's going to be quite good. I used to take uh, this virtual, I, I don't take it anymore because uh, I'm not sure what it's doing, uh, doing anything. The literature is quite uh, controversial. And if you want to take it, you can take it. I take uh, CoQ10. I, I, previously I was taking regular CoQ10, but I switched to MitoQ, which is a special form of uh, CoQ10 that uh, um, may work better than CoQ10. I, I don't have, I have harder evidence actually we're trying to do a, a clinical trial to see uh how um what's in my Q, uh works better than regular coq10 and i take uh, turmeric mm-hmm. uh, tum- turmeric is a is a supplement that i recommend to uh to most people because it's a very potent anti-inflammatory uh compound it can uh, help and reduce oxidative stress and you can also help to boost your, uh, AMPK and uh, AMPK, uh, and also you boost uh, the enzyme that uh, makes uh, NMM from uh nicotinamide, uh, uh, NAMPT. That's an enzyme that's, uh, it's a rate limiting enzyme uh, to make a uh, to make NAD. And I, I, I drink a lot of uh, green tea. And if you don't like a green tea, you can take a. EGCG, which is the uh, mm-hmm. active uh, uh, ingredient in, in green tea, um, but I, I get a fr- fresh green tea uh, from from China, and I I love it. Uh, I take a lot of green tea, and I also take some Chinese herbs. Um, one that's really good is uh, uh, Cordyceps. And, and most mm-hmm. people don't know what it is, and um, it, it, it has a lot of uh, uh, good functions. I take some ginseng uh, extract, and what else I I I take? Uh, oh, I I take a, another supplement called NAC. Mm-hmm. Uh, NAC works quite well at least for me to reduce uh, oxidative stress, and um, you you know I I I have the uh advantage of being able to test myself uh, every <laughs> month and test for mm-hmm. many different biomarkers, so mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of know what works for me, what doesn't work for me, mm-hmm. and for people who can uh, who can afford it, I, I, wouldn't really do a lot of a testing to figure out uh, what's what's really needed uh, for you and what what the supplements are actually working for you. The only way. You can find out is through testing and through how you feel. Mm-hmm. And you want to combine the information from testing and your own reaction to whatever you take. I mean, I, I have a lot of uh, customers, not your friends, who take, uh, uh, you know, 50, 100 different supplements. Same. Because I ask, how do you know what you need to take? How do you know what's working for you or not? I mean, I, I don't think I I'd like to take uh, you know 50 supplements no too much
0: I I mean I probably could do it I I mean give it there's phases where I will have well I would just take a lot and I I can measure a few of them cuz I have I have access you know to measure pretty much anything I want um but then also I know my body pretty well and mm-hmm. I know certain things and I, I put my body through a lot of stress with, with lifting okay. weights, with running and, and, and so many different things. So there's a couple things that I look for when I take these. So I, I have an idea of like, I'm taking this for this reason and we'll see. So yeah. I think that, I think that's where even going back to the, to the, uh, the data and the trials that you mentioned, some things you measure, but then you combine it also, which is really learning and knowing your body and that's yeah. i th- and i think that's the whole end of one mentality that this longevity space preaches mm-hmm. a lot
1: yeah uh, absolutely i mean you you have to know your body you have to know what are the potential issues and what you need to improve and combined with um uh, uh, you know trying different uh, different approaches and trying biomarker testing you, you, you can find what works for you or not. we are, we are build different we have different genetics, we have different lifestyle,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and we have different environment. And what works for me may not be uh, what what you needed. And but you you know you are you are in control uh, of your own destiny. Mm-hmm. And, but we you know we are here to to help everyone. And I actually spend a lot of uh, my time talking to, uh, uh, to to my customers, and I'm I'm not I'm not supposed to, but I I enjoy it. I enjoy giving <laughs> uh, giving advice. I mean, I, I don't give medical advice, right? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not only a doctor, and so I I was discussing from a, a scientific point of view and from. You know, my, my knowledge and my personal experience. And it's, um, really, um, very, uh, uh, enjoyable experience. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. what I'm
0: doing. I, oh, we have to, we have to. Cause I, I imagine anytime you being entrepreneur and starting any type of venture, any company, it's not easy. There's, there's going to be a lot of tough days. So, you know, it, it, it. it Absolutely helps to actually enjoy it and yeah. and to have a deep deep rooted passion in it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, so as we go about NAD, I guess the next place to start is there's improving NAD levels, and I guess most the most common way I is supplementation, right?
1: Yeah.
0: Uh huh. And there's many different types on the market. So I believe there's there's NMN, there's NR um what is it is there na yeah,
1: you could the, see,
0: yeah 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 and then there's uh one more see, see. nam right
1: yeah, N-A-M. yeah yeah
0: yeah so there's so there's four of those so somebody's looking at this and yeah. they're they're thinking okay which one is ideal for me to take
1: sure uh, i think we may, we may want to backtrack uh okay i need bit so i I put all the NAD um, strategies into four categories. Okay, and so you so you you can you can supplement what's needed for the building blocks, and you you mentioned NMN, NR, NAM, and NA. So these mm-hmm. are the four major ones, but you can also consider uh, as uh, a uh, uh, building block. And it takes a long, long process to make NAD from tryptophan, but you, you you, you, can do it and the cells can do it. You, you can also give uh, the intact NAD molecule, and that's it, been done through different ways. And the third way is you can try to boost the enzymes that uh, actually make NAD. And the fourth one is you can try to uh, uh, reduce the degradation of NAD molecules and try to, by inhibiting uh, the DNA degrading enzymes. So these are the four four major strategies. Given the NAD molecule itself, given the precursors, and um, boost enzymes that make NAD, and inhibit enzymes that degrade NAD. So these are pretty much the the four possibilities and that covers everything that you can get your NAD up. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Now, given NAD uh, itself has been used the uh, for a long, long time, and uh, mostly through IV infusion, and that's been in place for decades. And uh, more recently and they are injectable uh, NAD, uh, subcutaneous injection of NAD, and there are also some oral uh, supplements that uh, uh, use uh, the NAD molecule. Now, NAD-IV is a a good strategy to treat certain neurological conditions and also infectious disease. That has been used for uh, a, a long time. That's actually how you know, NAD gained its, uh, um, I guess, recognition in the first place. And it's still used very heavily in in certain clinics. And more and more IV uh, clinics are opening up and offering NAD IV infusion. Now, you know, it... Even though the NADIV has its uh, application in treating certain conditions, but NADIV does not increase your intracellular NAD. And you know we can go into details, but we may not have time. And we have two clinical trials done. We have uh, data from consumers who have done NADIV. I can assure you, not a single person that we have studied has near intracellular NAD level increase. If your purpose is longevity, performance, and you want to get your NAD high, primarily you want to get your intracellular NAD high. And in that situation, NAD IV is probably not the best way to do it. And then let's move to uh, increasing the NAD enzymes. And there is one supplement on the market that tries to increase NAD uh, synthesis uh, enzymes. And I think the approach is uh, very useful, potentially, but I don't find any uh, any supplement on the market that can actually do the job very well. And that's something that we are, we are looking into right now to see whether we can... Come up with a supplement that can, can be helpful. And another common one is inhibition of DIN, uh, NAD degrading enzymes, and you know the caspase CD38 mm-hmm. inhibitor epigenin, and um, the CD38 is one of the major enzymes that can degrade NAD, uh, especially in in the in the blood because CD38 level is very high in the plasma and also on immune. On the surface of immune cells, and it can potentially it, high, uh, uh, and other NAD degrading enzymes can have a major impact on your NAD level in the plasma that I call circulating NAD. But I'm not sure, the, uh, inhibiting these enzymes, uh, has a major impact on NAD levels inside the cells, and we. We don't. We don't have enough data to make a definitive conclusion. I, I think it will be uh, worthwhile to do a clinical trial when I, you know, find the time and the money to mm-hmm. experiment. It's something I'm very interested in, and but I doubt that's going to be a major, uh, major approach to get NAD level high enough. So then we have the NAD precursors left. NAD precursors, especially NMN, and potentially NR are the most efficient way of innovating intracellular energy level and the yeah. let's take NMM for example and in the consumers who are testing NAD levels with us about 30% and maybe 40% uh, of the people who are taking just pure NMM mm-hmm. and their NAD levels are in the optimum range. And we also have data from a a, a, a clinic, an longevity clinic. And for most of the the patients, their NMD level is increased after taking pure NMN, but most of them don't have the NAD optimized and you know, above 40 micro more. So taking pure NMN from any vendors on the market may or may not be uh, the best approach uh, to get your NAD up. At least I would say you, you want to test and to see what the, uh, how well the supplements you take uh, are actually working for you or, or, or not. And, in in contrary, you know, we have a NMN formulation, and we we filed a patent. It's a patent pending now, and we can get ninety percent of people's NAD into the optimum range. And in our formulation, we have NMN, and we have three other ingredients that somehow can make it work so much better. And so, you know, not all the NAD precursors are created equal. And I'm not trying to tell anyone to buy my uh, mm-hmm. uh, my, my supplement if they want to. I'm, obviously I'm happy, but I, <laughs> the best advice I can give everyone is you know, get the testing, find out whether your preferred uh, supplement uh, actually is working for you or not. That's very important. Otherwise you may be uh, wasting your money and more importantly, your time
0: mm-hmm.
1: and thinking that uh, you, you are getting your NAD uh, increase. Uh, and they may be getting the NAD increase, but it's, does not increase high enough. I mean, I can give you a lot of examples with customers who have been taking NAD supplements for, you know, a year, two years, sometimes three years and the NAD level is still not... Uh, high enough. Once they switch to our product, boom, it goes up through mm-hmm. the loop. And it is really amazing uh, how well it works.
0: That's interesting. I'm going to have to, I didn't realize that. Cause I, I went through the website, but I, I didn't realize You have to try
1: mine. I'll, 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 send, I'll send you one.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. And, um, and so as we get ready to wrap down here, I want to um kind of say, so someone's looking to get started. What would you, how would you recommend they go about, um, Approaching NAD and everything, and the reason why is because um, I think. Well, I'll just let you explain it. How would you recommend someone go about it?
1: So, ideally, we we recommend a a package of two NAD tests and two uh, uh, NAD supplements, and you take a a a test, and that can be a baseline if you have never taken if if you have not taken NAD supplements in the past months. Mm-hmm. So take the test, start on the supplement immediately, do the second test after four weeks. So you will see what's the difference. And with these two tests and the supplement, you find out what's your kind of your baseline level or what's your level after taking your current supplement. Mm-hmm.
0: All
1: right. if, the, if the first level is not high enough, you 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 want to switch to our supplement. And after four weeks, you will see uh, what's your level and what our supplement works for you or not. If it doesn't work for you, we the supplement is actually free. We 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 reimburse money, and more importantly, I promise everyone working with us that we are going to get your NMD up one way or another. Mm-hmm. There, there are quite a few things that we we can we can try. So so you do the second test, we will tell you how you should adjust your dosage. Some people may have to take a, a little more, other people may have to take a little less because they'll never become over 100.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'll tell them, well, you need to come down a little bit, you're taking too much. And But for the vast majority of people, uh, we can get the level to the optimum range with the first dose that we recommend, which is about 1,000 milligrams of NMN in our formulation. And with this uh, starter program, we can get 90% of people's NAD optimized. For the remaining 10%, we try to find other solutions for them if they want, or they get their money that they paid for the supplement bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how you can beat the program.
0: I don't think you can either. It's, um... Snow no risk on no risk on there, and you're taking the risk off their hand.
1: Uh, it's my personal p- promise yeah. to everyone's only the uh, optimized. Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, you know, I think next time we'll have to c- bring. I'll have to have another conversation with you again because I, w- I wanted to dive deeper into the um, the senescence topic. But uh, yeah. I think th- I think that will be good to separate it, and so we'll ha- we'll have this further down the line. I think today was a very good um, introduction and and discussion into nad and i think um so with that said though where should listeners work or where can listeners find out more about ginfinity
1: well they can go to our website and uh, it's uh it's j-i-n-f-i-n-i-t-i um or they can search my name and they are a few uh uh videos uh, on, online on youtube and what and we can probably uh well maybe you can uh, give them mm-hmm. my uh, my email address uh, and my web, website and okay. i i personally responded to a lot of uh emails because i i enjoy uh, talking uh, um, talking to them
0: that's true you're very responsive this is how we connect it I just yeah. emailed you. So yeah. Yeah. so that that is very true. So I will add your email in there. I will add the website in there. And so in case you are driving right now or you're busy right now as you're listening to this episode, don't worry. I will have it in the show notes. And so with that said, thank you again, Dr. Shi for joining me. Listeners out there, stay awesome, be limitless. And as always, go be the CEO of your health and your life. Peace.